Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can fill it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls of life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments exactly everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days put the sunshine in it. Good news. I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art of Shaco. With it. Keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city state. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree, but if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You tune back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Hey, it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building checking in. We get another opportunity to uh, do something great for our Lord and Savior. What? I just feel like that's the new that's the new standard. Great is the new standard. If, if you ain't at least doing things on a great level, reevaluate what you're doing. <laughs> Let, let's talk about it. I think we need to talk about it. We need to. We constantly talk about ways to improve here on the show, and I, I, that's something that the Lord's really been putting in my spirit. Like, yes, as we finish 2023 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we prepare for 2024 mm-hmm. let's finish great that's all let's finish I, great because because 2024 gonna be excellent you know what i'm talking about yeah it's gonna be excellent like today because it's national nachos day so whatever oh, wow. you like or love you better go and get you some nachos today yep this is the day where we celebrate everyone's favorite snack no matter what you put in it or how you make it there's no specific way of doing this this is one of the most versatile foods ever and obviously this began in mexico um a town called piedras negras so that's why all y'all negros probably love the taco this west of the Rio Grande and um, 1943 was the day that U.S. soldiers were stationed at Fort Duncan and uh, they learned of nachos that they were making in Piedras Negras. It's a hot spot called the Victory Club. So um, with all that being said, hey, nachos are here to stay. They're amazing too, as well. How, how, do, how, do, how, do, we, how do we adapt and, huh? and get them in? Because we, I, I wasn't in none of them places you just talked about. <laughs> well, we, we was over there doing the most, but you know, like I said, thank God for uh, the soldiers who was like, "We're not going to eat uh, out the canteen today. We're actually going to go to a restaurant." You know, and this is what you should do when you go to Mexico or you go to a different country. Go and find out where the local food is. That's when you will find what is delicious. You know what I'm saying? So everything, nachos, tortillas, you name it. Um, they learned of nachos and brought that back to America. And they say that the first nachos appeared at the Texas Rangers baseball game at Arlington Stadium in 1976. Obviously, we weren't there focused. I mean, I definitely was a baby at that point. But uh, yeah, nachos made it on over here. And it, it didn't go anywhere. Because if you ask people, what are your top three favorite foods? What's the first thing they say? You see the Chinese and Mexican and the pizza. Like, it's going to be one of those. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mine's gonna be soul food. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. You know I'm what I'm saying. To... Like, obviously, it's gonna be soul food for you folks. Uh, or seafood. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, but listen, they make them seafood tacos too. Them nachos. Listen, don't play. Oh, they, they, they go hard. With, You're uh, right. With the yeah, they shrimp. go hard. They go right. hard. Mm-hmm. No, I do like. A, I do like a shrimp taco. I do like the fish. Yeah, with the fish with the aioli on the joint. Oh my lord! Like, yeah, the shrimp. A little shrimp fried. Um, 
what you call them things, man? Like the fajitas? Where they bring it out with all the peppers and the onions and everything just sizzling up in that mug? Come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to Mexico. Today's National Nachos Day. Please go ahead and get you some nachos. Pressure Eat. Dice has put yeah. me under. Now I got to go find me a great nacho place <laughs> to take my wife to later on tonight because, yes, nachos do sound amazing. Get your discount. Tell them, hey, don't play with, don't play with me. You know today's National Nacho Day. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose this culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. I know we're talking about nachos, nachos. and tacos, but yeah, we want to give y'all some of these Jesus bars today. <laughs> Listen, this uh real talk conversation, Dice. Listen, she coming off uh, a hot week last week, and now you want to talk about uh people need to be more social, huh? Well, we're gonna talk about how social are you? Yes, you need to be more social. And you're not going to make it. Uh, one of the things the internet did was connect us all. Isn't that crazy? So if you if you were here before the internet, you know what I'm talking about. Like, you didn't have to talk to people. You didn't have to experience people. You know, you didn't have to know what was going on in the world. But we are, we are more connected today than we ever have been. But yet some of us have not learned how to be social correctly. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get into all things social. And uh, today you're going to learn how to be more social. If you, even if you're an introvert, there are ways to be more social without you really stepping outside of your shell. So we're going to talk about it. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be real good. Yeah. We also, uh, our spiritual detox features a super talented producer, writer, songwriter, uh, rapper, uh, he, a hip hop artist. He do a little bit of everything. We're going to mm. get Jay Crumb on mm. uh, to talk about everything dope he's done. Talk about the process. We're going to talk about a little, yeah, little church hypocrisy. And oh, we're going to talk about racism in the church wow. and a little bit of everything. So, wow. yeah. Wow. I know y'all didn't think y'all was going to get this work on Monday, but well, thank yeah. y'all for waking up with us. Wake mm-hmm. up, wake up. Please. Keep it locked. You're tuning to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. Y'all know what time it is, and uh, yeah, we got an exclusive for y'all today. I know y'all was waiting uh, for us to sit down with this uh, super talented producer, rapper, uh, songwriter. He does a little bit of everything. Entrepreneur. I mean, he, he's really a go getter. He's not gonna sit back and wait on nobody to tell him what to do and how to say <laughs> it. So. Uh, a little bit of a radical too as well. So we we, we got to talk about some things. And I'm excited to have a healthy and great conversation with none other than Jay Crumb. What's going on, bro? What's happening? Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Um, long overdue, man. Let's be very clear. Uh, I, I remember when the first mixtape dropped. Like I, I've been Ooh. I've been I've been following you for a while. So yeah, forgive me for not reaching out sooner. Oh no, no, I, no problem. I, I, I have seen the journey. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm glad to finally sit down and talk with you. And yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So first, you know, for some who may not know you, share a little bit of your faith journey first mm-hmm. before we talk about all the music and everything you do. Right, right. Um, so I mean, I grew up, I grew up in church. Um, I I was one of the I was one of those rappers that started out as a Christian rapper. So I just you know from the age of sixteen, I'm I'm thirty five now so age of 16 i've been making i was making music up until um probably the last couple years making um what what you would say is christian rap so um but uh you know drop you know you know about the first mixtape so you've been <laughs> you've been around for a long 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 time absolutely um uh and so um kind of uh, I did that, went and pursued uh, ministry, um, went to Bible college, um, joined a few worship teams and stuff like that, did a couple of collaboration projects with that. And then maybe around 2013-ish uh, is when I really got serious about like my solo uh, rap career. And so, um, and kind of just been going strong since then. But uh, that's that's around the time where I feel like things really, really, really started. Uh, the ball really started rolling around that time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, definitely it started rolling for you, man. Um, you know, Rapzilla, everybody, man, was 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 ratting and raving about you. Let's be very mm-hmm. clear, man. You made a mm-hmm. nice, good buzz for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, come on, walk us through a little bit more of the journey. So, I, I, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I know more of the story. But for our listeners, let me let me just let me let me just say this. 
walk us through when it started to get a little complicated on issues within the church when you Mm -hmm. talk about church hurt when you talk about church and politics when you talk about racism in the church right walk walk us through some of that journey we yeah so um so i i grew up in a very um very traditional like black apostolic church i that was that's what i grew up in that's where i came from right um when i got to be around 18 i started questioning some things just with that doctrine in particular. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up, um, I ended up going to, I ended up leaving that church and going to Bible college. Cause I still wanted to pursue ministry. I just was like, I don't think this is it for me. Right. So I joined a church that was completely opposite <laughs> than the church I was going to, which is, was a predominantly white church. Um, and I experienced, I experienced a lot of racism, through my time dealing with that church in particular. Um, so I kind of went from like toxicity to toxicity, but, uh, just, just in different, just in different views. And and, and one, I felt like it was very rigid and very like traditional and kind of vilified anything that was like modern or anything like that. And then when I went to this one, it was like, it vilified anything that was like black Mm. or anything that was urban or anything that was that, uh, uh, was not like white evangelical, if that makes sense. Um, I continue to make music and everything like that. And as I started to, I guess, maybe garner a little more buzz and started to get a little more attention, I'm, you know, I'm now I'm going to different churches. I'm, I'm meeting more of this, of the audience and of the core and I'm meeting other artists and I meet all that. And I find that I uh, found that a lot of what I've had experienced within CHH was exactly what I was experiencing in the white evangelical church and wow. white evangelical spaces. Um, it was very interesting to have an art form such as hip hop that was, that was still very much, at least from my experience, very much anti-black. Mm. Um, and so I, I don't know. I think because of the things that I've been through, and the things I felt like I've been able to overcome that, you know, I'm not running. So like, I'm going to say something, you know what I mean? Cause you can't like <laughs> you, right. a, a comment on a page ain't going to stop me from, you know what I mean? Saying some stuff. And so I, I felt, I felt, uh, I felt like c- certain things needed to be called out. Cause I just felt like it prevented us from really loving each other well and accepting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, that's what I kind of been, that's when I was more verbal about that. And I think, um, I think I, it hit a boiling point for me, um, during the pandemic, um, during the pandemic at this point, I'm, I planted a church. Um, and I've, this is a very like short version, but, uh, by, by the, by the time we hit the, the pandemic, I had, I had started planning a church when I was kind of forced to go digital because, you know, the whole country shut down. So now I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm preaching on certain things, especially during that time. I'm preaching on, um, racial reconciliation a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I, I've made a statement in one of my messages that I felt like the American church, um, not only has been silent on issues, but has actually been at the forefront of a lot of these uh, racial issues that have plagued our country, right? And so when I said that, it triggered a lot of people, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, because I was digital, anybody from anywhere could comment and say some stuff. And so it just, I, I just, I saw so much um, anti-black language and so many things that people were saying about how church people, about how, you know, George Floyd, you know, the things that happened to him, he deserved and, you know, the things that happened to Ahmaud Aubrey, he deserved. The things that happened to Breonna Taylor, she deserved. And it was these church folks saying this, these things. And it mm-hmm. was, um, it reached a, it reached a boiling point for me to where I was like, listen, if, um, I'm going to, if I'm going to continue in this, right. Um, I really want to make sure that, um, because I was kind of fed up with church. So I would say if I continue in this, even this practice, this faith practice, I want to make sure that it's because it's true. I want to make sure because it's real. And I I actually 
wanted to like because I was kind of done with church, I was more like, all right, well, I'm going to kind of be in the trenches and I'm just going to do life with people. And, you know, I'm going to have Bible studies in my house. We're going to do that. So I got a ton of books on like apologetics and, you know, researching. Like uh, I was looking at like atheist and Christian debates and all these different things of like really trying to shore up my faith. I ended up getting like urban apologetics by Eric Mason. I got all these different things of really just trying to shore up you know, my faith because I was really done with how I saw church being done. And uh, for me, I, it, it, there was certain, uh, there were certain things that didn't hold up for me as far as arguments anymore. And so, which kind of led towards some of my deconstruction um, mm. moving forward, which was, which was what I was also vocal about, but yeah. No, all good stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah we, we got to get into that. Listen, DJ Focus, as y'all see this conversation off the chain, I got to go to a quick break. I'm coming right back with more from Jay Crumb. Keep it yeah. locked. You tune into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Still got uh, Jay Crumb on with us. So uh, we talking that talk. Let's let's get into it, man, um, a little bit more. You know, I just want to pick back up on some of the uh, some of the things you brought out. It's right. funny because I always, I always, I would say for the last, I would say decade, I always could not understand when the, you know, political race came around every four years. Right. How the church was so divided. Either you had mm-hmm. to be right or left. And I was arguing always like, well, aren't we believers first? And then, yeah, yeah. you know, I, you know, when I, when I look at what the left is doing, I look at what the right is doing. I'm like, all right, I can see, you know, the conservative a little bit. But then I still have issues with that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I think we should be followers of Christ first. Mm-hmm. And to your point, even before the pandemic, when you yeah. talk about in the church and how people were rude right. mean, and say foul stuff to people, mm-hmm. if they might be Democrat or if they might be Republican, right, Republican. Right. like that, that shouldn't be, that, that right. shouldn't be in the church. There so, should be no politics like that. Say it's like, the, I feel the same way about like medicine. Like, why is this, why is this a political issue? Like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like this, this should not, we shouldn't be divided on that. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. No, no, we, we definitely should be divided on it. And mm-hmm. I, I hate that you had a, a bad experience with racism uh, going to uh, a predominantly white evangelical church. Mm-hmm. We, 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 did you were you able to even have any type of conversations with some of the church leaders there or anybody in ministry that will at least listen to your points or, or, or some of your concerns when it came yeah. to how you viewed racism? Dur- so during the time, though. No. During during the time that I was under the leadership and everything like that, I uh, every attempt was thwarted. There was kind of like, you know, like you're tripping. You need to, uh, um, basically, like you need to uh, kind of get in line. Um, this is this is what this is what we stand under. If you're going to be under this ministry, this is what you need to to be. So it was. It was I, I didn't I didn't get that. I didn't really get any of those conversations until the pandemic hit. And a lot of those people reached back out to apologize. You know, there's a lot of people mm. around that time where it was kind of like, um, at least for a couple months where like, it felt like America was forced to look at itself. And so you had a lot of Christians who were like, wow, I didn't know that this was the black experience. I had no idea I contributed to this. It didn't last very long where people had that viewpoint of, you know, uh, where the eyes felt like they were open, but like, um, so during that time, a lot of those people came back and we had some, we had some, I feel like some healing conversations, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't hear from them anymore. So, right. <laughs> yeah. How, how was it amongst your peers and friends in the Christian hip hop community? Were you able to have some of those conversations with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, um, around that time I did, there was, uh, there were, uh, Rapzilla kind of host, they started doing that, um, community and chaos or something like that it was like a community and chaos or something like that and i i um i was a guest on on it and so Mm -hmm. uh got to have some cool conversations through that and then got to um just had some cool like one-on-one conversations with some of like of like uh different white artists 
Um, because there's some things that I, I, I was vocal about around that time as well. Just being like, hey, a lot of y'all are silent and you continue to engage in an art form created by us. And like, you seem to benefit, you want to benefit from all the art, but you don't, you, you, you're silent when it comes to like the reason why this was even invented. And so I, I had some issues with that. And so we, we had some cool conversations out of that, but there was still a lot of still, still a lot of pushback. still a lot of like, and you know, people who probably still feel the same way about it. So. So I know you got a lot of uh, flack and, and a lot of people were going at you uh, when you made the song. And of course the, the video imagery of you burning the, uh, the pictures of uh, white Jesus. <laughs> Uh, take us back through the creative process and your thought process of why yeah. you needed to show that visual. Like, why was that so important yeah. to you? Yeah, that that was extremely important to me um, because um, the the whitewashing of Jesus was intentional, and I, I was I was really tired of people telling me that it wasn't. Mm. Um that um there that the 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 purpose of a white jesus had been used to um had been used to uh help promote um and help back up the the idea that whiteness was pure right that whiteness was was divine that whiteness was the 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 right way of, of things you know to justify the ways that white people have treated uh minorities in this country not even just country but in europe and, and and all of that like that that was important right that these images a lot of these images of of jesus actually weren't even of actual jesus right like they were um um, I think it was like the boyfriend of a, of an artist, uh, of a painter. Like it, it was like, it was, it was these, it, the people don't understand the history of what this came from. Right. And so I thought it was, I thought it was important that, um, that we acknowledge that, um, I think I thought it was important that we acknowledge that how Jesus has been framed to us, um, has been wrong. Right. And a lot of people are saying, you know, you can't make God in your own image. And I'm like, I'm not right. I'm not making Jesus in my own image. You did <laughs> this country did. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, if you can't worship, a, a brown, you know, if you have a problem with worshiping a brown skinned man, there's a there's a there's a bigger issue here. Right. And we should address it. Right. Why does burning of a white Jesus trigger you? So let's open up the conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's see why it bothers you. Let's see why, why something that isn't, if that's not Jesus, why does it bother you so much? Right. And so I wanted to, I wanted to have that conversation. I wanted to open that up. How, how, how was it? I mean, I, I know, I know, it's, I know we way past removing, yeah, but I'm saying, was, yeah, yeah. What, did you get a chance to have some healthy conversations or was health, it yeah. all okay? No, no, I had some healthy ones. I had some death threats, but, uh, <laughs> you know, people telling me, you know, they, you know, to, to unalive myself and stuff like that. But like, um, I, I did have some good, healthy conversations mm-hmm. out of that as well. So, um, I felt like, uh, and I and kind of discovered an entire community of people who have been wrestling with the same thing. So it was cool to, to make connections with that as well. Will you ever go back to planting another church again? Or is that just kind of like, uh, you feel like God has called you to do something different now? No, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't think that's, that's not the road I'm on right now, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely big in community. Um, I get, I mean, what, I mean, what you call church, right? Like, no, I know what it is. um, at least, uh, at least like what the idea of what, you know, a church looks like, probably not, you know, but I'm always in community, always talking with people, always building and doing that. So, yeah. So, you know, talk about a little bit of, you know, you being uh, in other spaces outside of just doing hip hop. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people, I don't think people, a lot of people know a lot of other things you do. So tell yeah. everybody what you do outside of hip hop. Yeah. So um, I, so I work in my community. I work with youth a lot. Yeah. Um, and so like throughout my life, um, I've run group homes. Um, I've worked as a mentor. I've been a gang uh, prevention specialist. Um, um and so 
that that's like kind of my day job, I guess what you could say. But that's I mean, that's what I love doing. And so I do that. I also am big in like uh, I'm, I do like social media for different artists, uh, small businesses, corporations, things like that, things like that as well. Um, and then I, um, you know, I do I do consultations and things like that, too, for for independent artists as well and then uh i do a lot i guess i do graphic design yeah um uh design merch um i uh mix i master produce um i write uh i write for other artists sometimes um so yeah i do a lot you, you know, I, I love the fact that you say you work with the youth, and especially mm-hmm. when you talk about at risk, at risk youth, youth, and and in the communities that are a little tough where they are in gang involvement. Did you get a chance to talk and use hip hop as a form to kind of like communicate to them and tell them that you know, trying to give them like a hope or inspiration to do something different outside of you know, be a, a victim of your environment? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that was and that was always kind of like I've always looked at music as a tool. You know, even now, you know, I I think um, I think music is the entryway for a lot of things. And so I felt like with with music, um, hip hop in particular, um, like we spoke the same like the same language in a lot of ways. And so um, it opened up the door to have deeper conversations. Um, It opened up the door to to uh, wrestle with the nuances of of our environment and our current situations and the things that we can and can't do to get out. And so, um, so yeah, it's been, yeah, music has been a big part of, of my connection with, with, um, yeah, inner and interactions with youth. So, yeah. Will you ever make any, uh, more, uh, you know, songs or have some collaborations with, you know, faith based or Christian hip hop artists or any of your new work that you're working on? Um, I'm not against it. I'm not against it. My last project, uh, wasn't a, uh, CHH project at all, but I had, I mean, Bats was on there. Oh yeah. Bats um, go hard. Yeah. Yeah. Bats, Bats is hard. Uh, uh, Czar Josh was on there. Okay. Um, who else was on there? Um, so just, so speak, still, to, speak yeah, to yeah. that though for a second. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off, but to speak to Pretty that, good. the importance of still being able to absolutely, you're, you're just more just doing hip hop as an artist now, but you still are able to connect, collab and do projects with faith based artists. Where, where's the balance in your, your, your spiritual growth and, and, and your artistry for you? Like where, where, where is the balance in that? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, so I, I've de—I guess I've, I've deconstructed. So things, my faith looks a lot different now than it did then. Um, but I, I think I'm at a place where I'm like, you know what? There's, there's, uh, there's space for everybody. And I, I think, I think sometimes when people deconstruct, sometimes they might look at like, uh, people who might be a little more strict in their faith. I don't know, maybe strict's the wrong word, but maybe like a, a little more devout, right? Um, they might, they might look at them like they're, you know, like they're ops or like the, you know, there's an issue with them or, you know, they don't love them anymore. But there's people I still, I, I, since leaving, I still have great conversations with, you know, um, I'm still, still, you know, I'm still a big fan of Indie Tribe, still a big fan of, uh, uh, the stuff that like Lecrae's doing. I still, um, I, I love everything that I love the things that Kirk is doing right now with, you know, showing the stuff with his family and some of the things that he's going through. I love, you know, I still talk with like, uh, you know, I talk with like Mowgli sometimes, Dil, I, I, you know, Dill, we text sometimes, you know, we, so it's, 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 uh, I don't have anything against any, anybody. I, I love the people who still rock with me. I still rock with y'all. You know what I mean? And so, um, I just, uh, I just think that um, you don't you don't have to um, everything doesn't have to be at odds with each other if that makes sense. It does. Listen, Jay, I got to get you back on another time, man. Tell the yeah. people how they can connect with you, man. Follow you on all your social media platforms. Yep, um, you go to my website, jcrumbmusic.com, um, and then you can follow me everywhere at jcrumbmusic. It's the same all the way around. So TikTok, uh, Instagram. Um, Twitter or X, whatever they want to call that now. Uh, 
<laughs> All the places yeah. is, is, is at Jack Crumb Music. Keep it locked. You tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the Core Link Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. I'm Justin Adams, and this is your Defix Faith and Sports Report. Let's get your week started off with our scripture verses of the day, and it comes from Psalms 119, verses 1 through 3, and it says this, Blessed are those whose walk is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who comply with His testimonies and seek Him with all their hearts. They also do no injustice. They walk in His ways. I gotta say that again, man. So good. Blessed are those whose walk is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who comply with His testimonies and seek Him with all their hearts. They also do no injustice. They walk in his ways. Again, our verses of the day comes from Psalms 119, verses 1 through 3. All right, let's get to the scores from last night. And man, we had a wonderful day of football. And it actually started earlier in the day, like way out in Germany, okay? Started off with a great game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins. And the Chiefs were able to hold off the Dolphins 21 to 14. What a great game overall as the Chiefs improved to 7 and 2. That game was in Germany. In the States, the Minnesota Vikings came back to beat the Atlanta Falcons 31-28. How about this for Joshua Dobbs? He was traded this week to the Vikings and then came in off the bench in order to lead Minnesota to that three-point victory. In Cleveland, the Browns, they just shut out the Arizona Cardinals 27 to nothing. Arizona falls to 1-8 on the year, and they're pretty much looking at that number one pick coming up in the 2024 draft. Elsewhere, the Green Bay Packers beat the Los Angeles Rams 20-3. The Washington Commanders get the 20-17 victory over the New England Patriots. The New Orleans Saints hold off the Chicago Bears 27-17. The Baltimore Ravens just blow out the Seattle Seahawks 37-3, and the Ravens approved to seven and two on the year. The Houston Texans get a big game from C.J. Stroud as they win 39-37. Get this from C.J. Stroud, okay? He had 470 yards and five touchdown passes. That is just ridiculous from a rookie. And I tell you what, the Texans, they're now 4-4 on the year, and they got themselves a quarterback. Elsewhere, the Indianapolis Colts get past the Carolina Panthers 27-13. The Las Vegas Raiders beat the New York Giants 30-6. The Philadelphia Eagles, they hold off the Dallas Cowboys 28-23 in a thriller, even though Dak Prescott threw for 374 yards and three touchdowns just a couple of yards short of getting the win for the Cowboys there. And on Sunday Night Football, it was the Cincinnati Bengals getting past the Buffalo Bills 24-18. to Tonight, we're going to have the Los Angeles Chargers take on the New York Jets. That kickoff will be at 8-15 Eastern, so keep an eye on that game for tonight. In the NBA, the Phoenix Suns get past the Detroit Pistons, 120-106. The Toronto Raptors get the win over the San Antonio Spurs, 123-116 in overtime. The Cleveland Cavaliers, just like how they did when LeBron was back there, huh? They beat the Golden State Warriors, 115-104. Dallas Mavericks approved to 5-1 on the year as they beat the Charlotte Hornets, 124-118. And wrapping up the night, the Memphis Grizzlies, finally, they get a W this year. They were able to defeat the Portland Trailblazers, 112 to 100. All right, before we go, you know I always got to give you an update on what's going on in college football. And here's the top five teams in the Associated Press poll. It starts off with the Washington Huskies getting a big win over USC over the weekend. They're at number five. At number four is going to be Florida State representing the ACC. Then at number two and number three, you have two teams for the Big Ten, okay? The Ohio State Buckeyes at number three and the Michigan Wolverines at number two. And the top dog in the nation, obviously, yes, the Georgia Bulldogs getting a big win over Missouri over the weekend. They are number one in the nation. Hey, do me a favor. Go and tell somebody that you love them, okay? Tell somebody that you love them, you care about them, because you never know when that will be the last time you have a chance to be able to tell them how much you care about them. Look, have a blessed week, and I will see you soon. I'm Justin Adams, and this is being The Fix Faith and Sports Report. Now back to DJ Focus and Dice Gamble as The Fix is in. 
Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Hmm. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. It's time to get real in these streets, on Dice, and you got one for them today. You're gonna teach them how to, uh, you know, be able to communicate effectively with everybody in the world, huh? Well, listen, what are we supposed to do here? I mean, we have, we have a charge as believers. Roman 10, 14 through 15 says what? I like how churches are ready, read. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? We are called to go. We're called to go. So when people talk about, I'm shy, uh, I got anxiety, uh, I'm afraid to speak in front of a large audience, that ain't Jesus. Ooh, right out the gate. Here we go. Uh, the devil is a lie. You know, let God be the truth. You know what I'm saying? There is being shy is a sin. And, and we can talk about that in another show. But I just want to be honest, like these are the tricks of the devil that we believe. That's why ain't nobody saved. That's why we out here. We see 10,000 people a day. And we're like, oh, they need Jesus. Yeah. But why don't you go give it to them? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-uh. oh, well, the one I got embarrassed when I was in the eighth grade and I had to speak in front of my science class. This ain't eighth grade and this ain't the science class. And the enemy will use that to stop you from going to be social and tell people about your Lord and Savior. You know what I'm saying? So really. I'll be honest with you. You can be as shy as you want to be, but we get to call on God in every moment of the day and ask him to fill us up with his power so we can go do what needs to get done. Some of y'all ain't got no business. Why? Because you shy? I'm scared. I'm scared of who? Scared of a no. So you already had a no. My grandmother been saying that since I was able to understand what she was talking about. You you had a no. Ain't going to kill you to go ask somebody, hey, what do I need to do for a loan? What do I need to do for, you know, to get this house? What I, you know what I'm saying? So it's just unfortunate. We have people who stay in the house focused. And I, I promise you, I know people, they battle the devil from the time they wake up. If they leave the house, oh, you too fat. Oh, you too ugly. Oh, you ain't got enough money. Oh, you're not smart enough. Like literally battling the voice of the enemy. Ain't nobody even talking to them. Oh, uh, you, they, you need to be further along. Ooh, you, say, you, you didn't. Ain't nobody talking. To ain't them. nobody even talking to them. They in the house. <laughs> they hear. They hearing voices. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. They just ain't nobody even talking. To, and this is what's in their head all day. Mm. And, and they never leave. Oh, you ain't gonna get it. Oh, they gonna say no. Don't go to that interview. Oh, you ain't graduate. Oh, you like it's just it's sad. But all I'm trying to say is, Jesus was very social. And that's why I'm a little passionate about this. That's why you and I are safe focus is because there was a, 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 we don't care if you're not social or not. There were over 72 disciples. Like we only talk about 12, but there were many, many disciples that Jesus sent out. Do you think all of them were just like, what do you call it? Uh, motivational speakers? No, no. They was not ready when Jesus rolled up on them. Okay, okay, all right, you believe me? Yes. Okay, well, go on out and tell somebody else about me. Huh? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of them paused. We got many stories about it. Who was it, Nicodemus or whoever was like, wait, wait, wait a minute, what you want me to do? You know, it's like people, I'm sure, were wrestling with, what do you mean I got to go talk to folk? But it's it's our emotional intelligence that the enemy tries to play upon. You know, like, and if we keep falling for this, we're going to miss out is all I'm trying to say. So. And we were talking about this off air focus, like even how you deal with other people. If you never go and interact with other races, sexes, beliefs, you will forever be afraid of walking up on them. You know what I'm saying? But if we are constantly in practice and leaning in on our faith and really going as God has commanded us to do, we will learn to be more social and we'll learn more about people because the only thing God cares about is people. People are God's currency. That's it. God ain't up in heaven like, oh, I really hope you turn that business into that billion dollar idea I gave you. No, I, God is up there like, I'm really hoping you reach those billion souls that I, I'm waiting for you to bring home. Like, that's really what it is. So we kind of got to restructure our minds and be like, what does God care about? Because that's what I need to care about. 
Yeah, that's good. That's you know, a five minute rant for me. I apologize, but I, this is just so no, plain. Like, good stuff. you said something. He was like, "Yeah, people don't want to be more social. Or they don't want to know how to talk to people. Or they don't like they have these misconceptions in their mind." We talked about misconceptions last week. Things that block you from being social, and the majority of it's fear. Yes, fear of rejection. I, I was about to bring yeah, that up. Fear of, yeah fear yeah. of everything no no confidence yeah. i i think people lack confidence in themselves when approaching somebody they don't know i i, I we were talking off air now I, I was saying you know i worked in the facility um and you know i i saw a lot of people who had some issues with being social and knowing how to go just hey introduce yourself like you'd be surprised how people don't even know how to even walk up in a in a, a networking mixer or at a new job and just say hello hi like <laughs> little simple things like that dice like sometimes like yeah people are like intimidated and, and just don't even have the confidence to say hey you know he- hello my name is such and such or hey who are you you know pleasure to meet you and just these things and it, I, I think it's well. I ain't gonna say it's a cultural thing because I, I, some, some to your point, some within our culture struggle with this. But it, it, it I, I, shouts out to my peoples. Shout, I love, I love no, no, sis, my Talk mama and my daddy, my okay. mama and my, my mama daddy. And my daddy. <laughs> because no, seriously, I, I think it starts. I think the big thing when you talk about being social, it starts in the household. If you don't have communication within your household, I think a lot, a lot when you go out into society, like you're not going to be successful. So like, yeah, if you can't even have a voice or say anything at home, when you go out in the world, you you, you just going to be on mute. Like you're going to be like, you know, nobody talks to me anyway. It's yeah. super weird, you know, blase, blase. But yes, my parents, and I know, you know, you, you can attest to this too as well, because I can tell this wasn't an issue in your household when you oh, grew no. up as well. No, no. We, so this is why I keep telling people parenting is a skill and the, you know that beautiful thing with sitting at the table and eating dinner every night with your family you'd be surprised the social skills that come out of that <laughs> that's it, real <laughs> bro I wouldn't be where I am and I, like I said I've said it on the show before even when I met my husband I remember when it was time to travel like uh, I had just put out you know one of my albums and and it was time to go like kind of promote it i maybe got a hotel within a year three times all the other times people gave me the location of their key to their house the garage code or was like just pull up not because i'm so great not because i'm so cute not because my album was fire it was my social skills they saw that I was constantly out here talking to people about Jesus. I love the Lord. Like every time I'm rolling up, I don't care what it was. Like it could have been like a brunch, but I'm going to bring you something. And then we're going to talk about Jesus before I leave. So there are benefits of you stepping outside of yourself. And God bless you folks. You have parents who kind of taught you. Yes. Speak. We couldn't go in a room without speaking to people. Are you serious? No, it, matter of fact, I remember my grandma one time said, turn around, walk back out the door and come back quickly quickly too and i you just knew like you will respect who's in the room you will say hello especially if it's an elder like Mm -hmm. don't don't play with it but we didn't i when i was young i was just like man why she being so petty but when i got older this is a skill set that got me into a pay of six figures because i knew how to roll up on somebody like you just said hello my name is dice you know what i'm saying like I'm such and such a whoop de whoop, you know, very nice to meet you. Glad to see you here. Like, get, like, don't be petty. Like, some people are like, well, that's so white if you're black. You know, like, this, this corny yeah. thing, the yeah. devil, the devil often will trick you out of your blessing and block you because, oh, no, nah, because you know they all stick together. Do they though? No, they don't. Just like all bl- black people don't stick together. Is this some black people I, I disagree with constantly? Like, no, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? You made that up. That ain't the truth. But there are benefits of being social. People will want to work with you. They'll want to do life with you. They'll give you help when you ask for it. They'll they'll listen to you and try to understand you. They'll refer people to you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you when people know that you actually are out here, you are social, you don't have a bias. You're like, I'm on task right now. It's very different than when you stay in your little, oh, we got support. It's us against. No, it's not us against the world. It is literally God running this world with the purpose and he's trying to see if we're getting it. 
This ain't even no evil against good because the devil cannot compete with God. God is almighty, all powerful, and God created all of this. So I, I just want you guys to really throw that in the trash today, thinking there's this evil, good, the devil against God. The devil has zero power. God created the devil. So let's just let that go right now. It's like, it's about us and our growth and we have to grow. We have to be social. We have the number one social advocate in the world as a mentor. And that is Christ himself. He did. He never limited himself concerning men, women. I remember when I one chick getting the water at the well, she was like, Oh, wait a minute. Shouldn't you be asking somebody else for this water? She's like, I'm, I'm asking you for the water. Cause I'm trying to hook you up with some water that'll never end. You'll never thirst again. Like this ain't about you being a girl or you being, you know, a little hoe out here in these streets. Like I am talking to you right now. Do you want something different? You know, period. Uh, answer my question because I'm here for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so it's like real. we 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 have to model who we say we follow, and that's why I'm like we do need to become more social. And you can be afraid, you can be sweating, you know. But here's the thing: ask people questions. Don't just assume. You know what I'm saying? Anything like don't no, do that. Please don't. Please don't, don't. do that. No, don't do it. Don't do that. No. But I just I'm just saying we're missing. Not me. I'm getting all my blessings, but some of y'all out here missing uh, what you, what God has for you because you've limited your life with associating with others because of bias or your misconception. You know what I'm saying? And so we do need to learn to be social. And here's the deal. The internet is wide open. So some of y'all can have a business that goes all across the world. If you weren't afraid to just inbox somebody, Hey, could you come on the show? How many times have I done it? You'll be like, Dice, how you get, how you get the interview? I'm like, focus. I just went in the inbox. I was like, hey, you, you know what I'm saying? We've been following you, bro. Your music is fire. What's up? Can you come on the show? Then they come to our page. They look at the diversity. And they're like, oh, they're interviewing everybody over here and getting their faith story. And how, yes, yes. Okay, we are on task over here. And then they're just like, yeah, I will. I will. Anybody else? Oh, yeah. Did you have to pay for that? No, we ain't paid for that interview. Come on now. So... Don't block your blessings. I just wanted to talk about it today. No, that's good. Listen, we got to go to a quick break. We coming back with more. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. Man, The Fix is in. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how-tos. Welcome back, DJ Focus. Dice Gamble, you tap back into The Fix. In the middle of this real talk conversation today, just having a great convo today on, yeah, everybody who's struggling with being a little social and a little intimidated to approach somebody or just mm. you know are you a what's that thing are you a social butterfly <laughs> <laughs> i never i never understood what that meant until i would say I, you I, are I, a I, social butterfly I'm not. And, no I'm you not. are the butterfly like no no no, I, I, no no i'm not the, the butterfly you're the biggest butterfly i've ever seen like you I am are a, the I am a network giant singer. butterfly I you know king, how to go king, get you the, the king, bag. Of fly, king of the flies. You the king of the butterflies. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I just so so what, 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 you when, when you're a bit when you're an entrepreneur, you're a businessman or a businesswoman. You and you know this dice. I know. Y- yes, you have to be social. If you're not social, if you don't make connections, introduce <clears> yourself, <throat> get your brand out in front of people. <clears throat> oh, you wasting your time being an entrepreneur. Yeah. Let's be yeah. very clear. So for all my, my my people who do not like to at least talk in, in, uh, in networking, you might don't want to be an entrepreneur. This is probably not the role for go. you. Because yeah, yeah, because you constantly have to learn new people, introduce yourself to new people, meet new people, get your brand out in front of new people in well, front of an audience. So yeah, that's real. It, it might it might be your thing, but how you go about it might be very, very different. So Luke 10, 1 through 24, this is when Jesus is sending out the disciples. But how did he send them out, though? Two by two. Why? Wow. Because one of y'all might not like to talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? One of y'all might not be able to walk up on people, make people feel welcome or make people feel like what you about to say is what you about to say. You know, one of you might be the quiet one. And that's typically how it is in every relationship. You know, best friend relationship, marriage, like you typically have some type of opposite. You know, the other person is more professional. You're more gruff or gruff. You know what I'm saying? Like two by two. And I, I think I think that was intentional, you know, because Jesus knew if I send them out one by one, they ain't going to do half of the work I asked them to do. You know what I'm and then they need company. So I'm just saying, like, sometimes you being social, maybe you need a person there, you know, and I'll be real with you. 
Today we have what? PR people, marketing people. They're like, if you have a business, like you just stated, you could have a business and maybe you are not the social one, but guess what you get to do? Hire somebody who is don't pay somebody to make it, your business look like it's social, to make your ministry look like you're social. You know, I'm an introvert. People think I'm an extrovert. I'm very introvert. I will go in a room and read a book and drink a glass of tea and not even answer my phone for three days. And I'm fine with that. No, I, no I'm, I'm being honest. The only, the only time I'll be real with you, and this is 1000, the only time I'm very talkative and social is when I'm on task. You know, like when I know this is a God thing. But if it's a dice thing, trust me, my sister, you can act focus. I know you're shaking your head because you, you're involved in the God part of me where I have to do things. There you go. No, no. Break, break, break that down. Break that down. I'm being honest. They need to understand that you have a prophetic hat. So, no, no. <laughs> dice in the room reading the spirit. Yeah, don't you think she's sitting over there reading a book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, mm. I ain't buying it. She t- she sees some demons over there to the left. Bruh. She sees them to the right. Oh, really? She over there speaking in tongues on the low. Y'all don't even know it. Passing things out. That too. That too. But that's but that's another reason. Why I promise you. Like I will go duck off. Like you ain't never seen me like disappear and I'm on some stage when we on task and I'm just doing the most. That's not my thing. Like I. I'm pretty focused when I'm out in these streets, but um, I'm just saying like the two by two, maybe you get you somebody who represents you that could help you be more social with your business. You know, like I said, a PR person, um, a marketing guru, you know, somebody who's on task, you know? Um, Yeah. But social is the way to go. Like that's a, that's a part of our faith. And I just don't think we've talked about it enough. Like, that's why we're meant to fellowship. That's why we're commanded to go fellowship with believers. That's why we go to church on Sunday. So we could interact and be social because there's healing, there's blessings. You know, the Bible says when what? Two or more, two or three come together. Like God is in the midst. There's an expectation that we will be social. So we don't get an out. I just like to be left alone. Okay, the enemy attacks you a thousand times greater when you're alone think about every sin every sin you ever committed every sin you want to commit every sin that you accidentally committed it started when you were alone it didn't start when people rolled up on you you already had something going on while you was alone and then the enemy was like yep got him yes that's why we're supposed to have a social life a social community you know believers in our life people like us like-minded individuals you know people with a heart for god you know be equally yoked like god is very clear that we don't get to do life alone we get to do life with other people and that's why i'm like we have to talk about being social more in our faith and it's necessary absolutely necessary very you, ain't, you ain't got to talk to everybody, but you can talk to people like you, people, you know, walking on the same path and going on the same journey as you, you know, but we are called to do it. Jesus did it. He sent others out to do it. And we have signed up to do it. That's what we do. That's why we're on the show right now. Huh? Facts. Being, out here being social. <laughs> Listen, just, just, <laughs> just, just, just start being, uh, you know, kind to others and, and, Listen, for, for, for my people that don't do too much, y'all need to sign up for a class. I think that too as well before we get out of here. No, no, because it, it, it's some people, too, like you said, that are not social and they, they just, they, they go home, they stay home by themselves, isolated. No, no, go, you got a gift or something. Go or get a hobby. Go, go be a part, even if you want to be a part of a book club. Now go 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 to the one that's at the library where you got to go and y'all got to have discussion mm-hmm. after you read it because I think that'll help you with the social skills. Yep. There's some something that you do can enhance your social skills. That's why athletes are usually don't struggle with being social because that's the first thing we learn how to do, especially if you play a team sport. Mm-hmm. No, you got to communicate. I don't care mm-hmm. what sport you play, you have to communicate. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn, you, you know, this player's name, that coach name, this assistant coach's name. And yes, you have to understand how to do plays. So mm-hmm. when you are in the, 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 uh, um, the video room, when you're watching scouting reports and things like that, yeah, you might have a question. Okay, especially for football. Anybody who played football, when we was in the, uh, the video room, mm-hmm. it was like 50 of us. And we all play different positions, and we're all watching other positions from the other the opponent. 
to figure out how can we get the upper hand on all these different players. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, first thing everybody say, okay, the defensive tackle does that. The offensive lineman does that. The tight end does that. The wide receiver does that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we always had conversation on how we could uh, attack the game. So, yes, mm-hmm. we, we appreciate y'all. We got to go to a break. We coming back with a little bit more. Keep it locked. You're tuning to The Fix. And The Fix is in. And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. And uh, this show was uh, interesting today you know, for all our social 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 people out there or lack of social skilled people out there we need you guys to be involved with uh, getting better anybody listening to us today that that should be your goal for the week how can i be more social how can i be more engaged with maybe a conversation that i probably would have never even thought i would be a part of that's what i love about the barbershop dice and i know you know you you know you've been to you know the the beauty shop listen that you have a little bit of everybody from all walks of life that walk in and everybody talking so i've never been to a barbershop literally where yeah hey what's your what's your name or or what what sport what team you like or you know okay you right or you left on your politics like that that's something that we always are able to do in the barbershop is have discussions and everybody is chiming in on it even the little kids sometimes we have to tell little kids okay that, that, that's cool but no we we talking we talking grown right now <laughs> yeah, we we're, we're talking grown right now they, they, the kids feel like they ain't being heard like wait a minute y'all ain't said nothing about us we don't understand what you guys are talking about <laughs> I love our culture. You only get that with our culture, kids. You ain't leaving me out. <laughs> like, you, you, we talked about it off the air, uh, how my grandson had my day planned for me one okay. day. I was like, "Yeah, wow. That's right. He's, he's only six and a half. It's okay. We got things to do. Yeah. Yeah, Jeez. don't get it. Don't, we don't, go make no more, don't, don't go make any other plans. <laughs> so, yes, I don't have to worry about my grandson not being social. He, Oh, no, he's... He gonna tell you what he want right. <laughs> and what he need from you, and right. who, he gonna introduce himself, right. and he gonna ask who are you. <laughs> right. Absolutely, that's good. That's yeah. good. I, no, I, I enjoyed this one today, and I like my prayer truly is that people will stop blocking their blessings and become more social, even if it's just you, you know, complimenting someone when you go out to eat, asking them who did their hair, even if you're not gonna go to the same salon. You know, but just like learning little ways to be social. You don't have to be like, you know, the super social butterfly, but any way that you can, you know, kind of open the door to someone you don't know or, or you know, just a community that you don't know. And you you can kind of like, you know, what I'm saying give them a little bit of who you are. You know, what I'm saying who your God is. You're, you have the most social God, period. Nobody more social than our God um, and our Lord and Savior. So um, we definitely want to, you know work on this one this is like i said it's a trick of the enemy we have a lot of anxiety a lot of suicides happening you know a lot of people you know leaving relationships and all this goofy stuff and it's like if you would put yourself around a community that cares a church that a bible believing church you know you be more social when you're going through things people will give you words of wisdom and the bible is very clear about that proverbs 13 and 20 he who walks with the wise men will be wise so it's like you want to learn things you want to grow get yourself around people and be a little social and be transparent say hey this is who i am this is where i'm from this is what i do what do you do what do you, where, you know what i'm saying where are you from very very easy to make friends that's the expectation of us in christ is to know who our neighbors are you know so get into it please please and yeah, that's a good one too as well please know who your neighbors are some, some people don't even know that dice they I know my name I be shutting yeah. their garage and everything like I you know yes me too yeah I, I want to know who's to the right left across the street mm-hmm. from me mm-hmm. you, yes I need to know what you into because yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 let's be very clear we ain't playing no games mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. I, I want everything to be peaceful and I want to be you know cool with you so yeah absolutely yeah. know your surrounding yeah. yes it's important. you won't be able to do that if you're not social if you just stay stuck mm-hmm. in a little box that's true so we're praying for y'all. That's it on that social convo. Uh, how good was Jay Crumb? Jay Crumb came through here uh, preaching this Jay morning. Crumb. And uh, yeah, Jay Crumb is one of those uh, rappers who, listen, he ain't going to hold his tongue. 
you know, I think we've we've done a lot to improve to a certain extent, but we need to get better mm-hmm. uh, in the body. When you talk about racism in the church, mm-hmm. um, this is not a, a, a comfortable conversation, mm-hmm. but we need to have it. I don't understand why we have division amongst believers. I don't think God uh, cares what color we are when we get to heaven. I do really believe when we get to heaven, there will be every color up there. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a beautiful rainbow and we all yep. going to be on the battlefield for our Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. And, you know, I mean, we all bleed red. We all have, you know, the same blood running through our veins, regardless of the type, you know. So yeah, it ain't about that. But I, I love Jay Crumb. I've, I love his heart, you know, even uh, just reaching out to him and. You know, hearing his story, and he's gone through some things. He's had some church hurt, and trust me, CHH, we could have done better loving on him. You know, but a lot of us love on him hard. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, I, I was like, nah, this is a good one. It's gonna be a good one. Come on, bro. Like he's super talented, and uh, he's been through a lot, but he keeps on pushing. And honestly, he just shares it from his perspective. And uh, it was a really good interview. So I'm glad we got an opportunity to hang out with him. And y'all follow him because he makes good music. Like I don't know if you ever listened to him. He makes good music and he has some old school, straight up Jesus, Jesus, Jesus music. And then he has some like regular clean music. So, yeah, check him out. Yeah, please go check him out. He produces too as well. Mm -hmm. He does a little bit of everything. He does Mm -hmm. some social media managing too as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, check him out for all his services. Mm -hmm. Good brother. We're going to continue to have some great conversations with him. That's it for us, though. We got to get out of here. Go be great today, kings and queens. Uh, let's finish this year up strong. Great mm-hmm. is the expectation for these last couple of months as we right. get ready to 2024 right around the corner, Dice. We, we got a cool. whole another year. Uh, God been good to us this year. He's been faithful. We're going to continue to uh, finish it up strong, but uh, I'm excited about 2024, Dice. We got some some updates for the people, for our listeners, but we can't give it to them right now. Y'all just got to keep tuning in. I was going to say, not yet, not yet. Y'all just keep it locked, okay? Y'all just keep it locked. Y'all just keep it locked. We love y'all. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.